everyone, and welcome back to Chasing Fandom. Before I go any further, I want to say how much I appreciate y'all sticking around this far, and I hope you continue to do so. Like I've said before, this show has been a long time coming, and I'm so grateful that I can do it. We have a Chasing Fandom first this go-around. This episode features not one, but two guests. I was lucky enough to be able to talk to two of my favorite ladies in the Star Wars fandom, Savannah Kiefer, also known as the Dorky Diva, and Jen Marie, owner of the website Anakin and His Angel. These two gals are huge inspirations to not only myself, but a lot of other people within the fandom as well, so I knew they'd be perfect for the show. In both conversations, we talk about how each of them started their sites, as well as some Star Wars, geek fashion, and of course, the collaboration they're launching together, Style Wars. I hope you have as much fun listening as I did recording. Enjoy. The geeks will inherit the Earth. So I'm here with the dorky diva herself, Savannah Kiefer. How are you, Savannah? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Well, thanks for coming on. I know um, in my brief, and I, I say brief because it's only been two or three years now, brief array into the Star Wars fandom and community in a more prominent role than just being a being a spectator. Um, I, I don't think I've, I've seen anyone as enthusiastic about Star Wars as you. Oh, that makes me so happy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know I know some people are um, honestly at times a little too much, and then some people just kind of st- stick to their own little corner and don't really get into it. But I feel like you're really you're always upbeat and, um, like I said, enthusiastic about uh, spreading positivity in the fandom. So it's nice to see. Thank you. There's yeah, things. Star Wars makes me happy, so I want to make other people happy by sharing my love for Star Wars. And I know sometimes the fan community can get really negative and they'll just mm-hmm. pick at things. And I don't really like to do that just because it doesn't really help anything. It doesn't make anybody feel good. But if you talk about the things you love, it makes you feel good. Exactly. So uh, why don't you just start off by um, saying a little bit about yourself. Uh, and if you want to foray, get a little bit into um your general Star Wars fandom and how you started the Dorky Diva, which is your uh, blog website. Yeah. Um, just have at it. Yeah. So I got into Star Wars whenever I was really, really young. Um, I grew up in a family that watched Star Wars all the time. My mom is a huge fan. So she would always put on the original trilogy for us when we were little um, and we would watch it. So I grew up being in a household that loved Star Wars, but I didn't really identify with my own fandom until the Clone Wars um, series came out. And I grew up watching the Clone Wars micro series, which I really liked. And then the animated series came out and I was like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest thing ever. This is amazing. I love Star Wars. And then I had discovered her universe, which is a clothing company created by Ashley Eckstein for um, fangirls. And I thought that it was just really cool because I realized like, wow, there are a lot of women who like Star Wars. And before that, I felt like I was the only one in the world. You know, I felt like it was just me and my mom, you know, out on (laughs) our own. Um, So it was really, really fun for me to discover that. And that's when I really think I became a Star Wars fan, like for real. Um, And then I started a blog when I was about 14 years old. And it it involved a little bit of Star Wars but it also involved a, a few other of my interests and hobbies. And then I decided to sort of create something new that was more Star Wars centric, but could also grow with me as I grew up. And so I created the Dorky Diva um, a couple years ago now. 
And it's just a really fun place for me to share whatever I'm into and what I'm doing. And a lot of it is Star Wars related. Um, lately, I've been thinking about branching off into doing a little bit of Disney stuff because I'm also a big Disney fan. But it's just my little corner of the world to share um, my thoughts on Star Wars. And I also like to style outfits that involve Star Wars clothing pieces um, and I also have a podcast where I just, you know, talk to friends and, and celebrities about Star Wars. So it's just like a happy little place that I like to call my own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like how you said that um, you kind of made this discovery that there were more girls who liked Star Wars aside from just you. Yeah. I know even, even as a guy, I remember growing up and I, I was in a small town. So mm-hmm. the only friends I had were other boys my age. Mm-hmm. who liked Star Wars, and there were really no girls to do that. So I, I know this is a really bad stereotype, but I was actually one of the the people as a, as a child thinking, wow, do boys only like Star Wars? Like, is this a boy thing? Yeah. And then as I got older and I, you know, branched out a little bit, I saw that there were a lot of female fans, and it just, it makes me happy to see, um, to see all that, diversity not only just mm-hmm. in the fandom but now as we saw with the force awakens and rogue one um, right. we're getting more female leads and it's a really good thing not only for um, people like yourself because you get to see uh more um girls be in leading roles and more uh, people to look up to um, right but it's also good for like the like the actors and people that are involved with that because they people forget that sometimes um, the ones that are in the movies are actually fans of Star Wars themselves. Yeah. So it's a really nice thing for really everyone to have. It's it's an amazing thing to see change and progress very quickly because I remember her universe came out in 2010, and that was only seven years ago. And whenever I was younger, I also grew up in a small town, and my closest friends that I hung out with quite often were guys and they all liked Star Wars, and I didn't really have any girlfriends that liked Star Wars. So it was just like the coolest experience for me to, first of all, discover that there were other females who liked Star Wars, and then to see that population really grow because they started to realize like, oh, this is okay, or oh, this is actually really cool. Like it's not just something that my boyfriend's into or my husband's into or my dad's into. It's like I can claim this as my own thing as well. And it's been really neat to see that change over the years. And it's changed pretty rapidly, I feel like. Um, Mm -hmm. I just remember not being able to ever find um, Star Wars clothes for me. And now I walk into Target and I see these things in the women's department and the little girls department. So they have a selection for all kinds of girls. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, this is the best time to be alive right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's, it's a definite change, especially with um, because I think a lot of this happened at least in the mainstream after episode three, I think the clone wars was really big into getting um, children and young teens into star Wars. Mm -hmm. um, And especially uh, girls. And I I think it's good that, you know, now we have these movies coming out and it's star Wars is back on the big screen and back really in just casual conversation and not just Mm -hmm. in geek culture um, that we're seeing this, that this, play out in into the larger world and it's not just it's not just her universe making girls clothing for example mm-hmm. you yeah. know as much as the both of us love her universe 
uh, it's nice to see that area of, um, of merchandise being branched out a little bit, especially it's everywhere. Now it's like, I can't walk into a store without seeing star Wars clothes and it's awesome. It's like the best problem to have, <laughs> mm-hmm. especially since, um, her universe was recently acquired by hot topic. And yeah. now with that partnership, I, I think, you know, you can only go up from here. And I, I don't see us ever really falling back into that, well, Star Wars is a boys thing, and we're just going right. to have one little tiny section for girls that are the It's going to keep growing. Yeah. yeah. For sure. So aside from Star Wars, uh, before we, before we, cause I feel like that's going to dominate the conversation a little bit. <laughs> what other things, um, do you like it? It can be like nerd things. I know you're a fan of The Office because you. Oh my gosh. You post the office pink, uh, videos is, on Instagram all the time. Oh my gosh. The Office is my favorite television show of all time. I think it is so beautifully written. So I am obsessed with that. I watch it literally every single day. I've seen every episode probably 30 to 50 times. Um, so I do love The Office. I also love Indiana Jones, which is a classic. Um, trying to think of shows i've been watching lately oh i love um on netflix the unbreakable kimmy schmidt i really like that show um and disney disney is a huge 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 love of mine and i grew up near the disney parks when i was younger um so i love going to the theme parks and i love the movies so disney and star wars are two big things for me you mentioned earlier that, and you, I, I think you actually just recently announced this as maybe as, as late as like last week, I think that mm-hmm. you were doing um, more Disney content on your yeah. blog and website. What, what, what does that entail? Yeah. So I announced that just a few days ago and I really wanted to do it just because Disney is my happy place to go to. And I think, um, a lot of people assume that Disney is just a theme park for kids or families or, you know, you just go and ride rides. And I just really want to share my perspective on Disney. So a lot of times when I go to the parks, um, I'll go by myself and I have a great time and I'll maybe grab a coffee and I'll sit, um, on main street and just like people watch and look at the architecture and just all of the little details that go into the park. And it's just fascinating to me how they create these little worlds that people believe they're in, you Mm -hmm. know, like Tomorrowland is is like, you feel like you're in the future. And then there's Frontierland. You feel like you're out in the old West. And it just, it's so cool to me how they do that. Um, And they do it better than anyone else that is in the tourism industry. So that amazes me. But on my blog, I really want to do more um, maybe Disney style posts because I've been doing quite a lot of Star Wars style posts. Um, And I have quite a few Disney clothing pieces that are really subtle. um, And I think it would be fun to showcase those. And then this week I posted a review of the flower and garden festival that's at Epcot right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they have a lot of beautiful flowers and a lot of really, really good food there. So I did a little food review of that event. So um, I'm not entirely sure, you know, how much Disney blogging I'll be doing. Um, I always want the dorky diva to primarily be a star Wars blog, but if I could do a couple posts, you know, every month or so, about Disney, I think that would be really cool. What got you into doing the the, the style post? Because I know that's that's one of like your main heavy hitting features yeah. of your blog. So yeah, what got you started on that? It's something that I feel like um, 
I noticed whenever I started working in an office recently, um, I would figure out how to wear Star Wars clothes professionally because I want to show off what I love and it makes me happy to wear a pair of Darth Vader earrings to work every day, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, and a lot of people at work started noticing and every single day I came in, they were like, okay, what Star Wars piece are you wearing today? (laughs) And it just kind of became a thing. Like I'm known as that girl now. Um, and I know of a few bloggers and Jen Marie is one of them who do Star Wars style posts, but I really don't think it's been tapped into too much. Um, and I really wanted to do it in a subtle way. I didn't want to just style a t-shirt every week. I wanted to style fun pieces like handbags and jackets and scarves and shoes because there's so many products out there now for women. Like we talked about before, um, I think a lot of people don't even realize how you can style these pieces in different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've done things where you can wear an outfit to work. You can wear an outfit to yoga class. You can wear an outfit while you're going grocery shopping. Like I'm trying to hit upon every single, um, occasion basically that you would need a star Wars outfit for and still, you know, look your best and feel your best. So it's just fun for me because I dress like that on a daily basis. And I was like, why am I not showing this off? Like it's fun. It makes me happy. You know, other women might be inspired to start putting their own outfits together so that's kind of how it came up. And I really keep, I, I, I hope I keep doing it in the future. Um, I don't know if it's something I'll be able to keep up every single week because I have to get a photographer to, you know, come take pictures of me and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit of coordination, but it's something that I definitely want to continue, even if it's not like every single week. That's awesome. Thank you. I, I think, again, I think people need not only, um, positive role models when it comes to seeing Star Wars uh, like on uh, screen and authors and, and that area, but also from the fandom. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, again, you're a great example of that. Thank you. It's, it's interesting because I always looked up to Ashley Eckstein ever since the day I met her seven years ago. And then I discovered other people. There's another blogger I really like. Her name is Emily, and her blog is called The Stylish Geek. Um, and she also has a really positive outlook. And I saw people like that, and I was like, man, I really want to be that kind of person. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to put um, a fake persona online. Like, of course, I have bad days. Of course, I'm grumpy sometimes. Um, but I just don't think that's necessary to share. I don't want to put negativity out there. Mm-hmm. So most of my posts are, are really positive. Um, but I've also shared stuff about my hardships because I want people to be able to relate to me and not be like, oh, she lives this perfect life, blah, 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 because that's definitely not the case. Mm-hmm. Um, so I try to be as real as I can with the people that read my blog because I want them to to be able to relate to me um, and be like, oh, she goes through a lot of stuff I go through, you know, and she likes yeah. Star Wars as well. So that's, it's really fun for me to, to do that. So you mentioned earlier, uh, Jen Marie, who, for those of you who don't know, um, and you'll, you'll hear her after Savannah, um, talk to me, but she runs the uh, website, um, Anakin and his angel. And I think she's been doing that for like 15 a long time. plus years <laughs> now. So, yeah. um, but you two are collaborating on a little venture. Uh, and I don't know how much you want to say right now, but yeah, I'll share some stuff. That? Um, this is super exciting because I think Jen Marie is 
really amazing. She's super positive. She's beautiful. She's really, really, really sweet. Um, and we have a lot of same values, which is nice. And I can't remember who reached out to the other one first, but I had been thinking about collaborating with her for a while. And I think she may have been the one that reached out to me and actually asked. I can't remember, but Anyways, we decided to collaborate together since we both have Star Wars style things on our blogs. And starting on April 4th, we are starting a series called Style Wars. Um, and this will be a quarterly feature. So it's not something we'll do every week. It'll just be every, you know, couple months. Um, and we are going to find the same piece. Um, so for example, it could be a Star Wars jacket. It could be a pair of earrings, it could be a scarf or a t-shirt, and we're going to choose that one item, and we're going to style our own outfits around that item. So I don't want to share just yet what the item for the first post will be, but I have no idea what her outfit is going to be, and honestly, I haven't even figured out mine yet. (laughs) Um, I need to do that soon. But it's going to be really fun to see how two different girls with two different, you know, tastes and fashion style, the same exact piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and we really want to emphasize that it's not a contest. It's not like a who wore it best situation. It's just, you know, here's how you can style it two different ways. Um, mm-hmm. And it's going to be really funny, I think, if we end up doing it in a similar way, mm-hmm. um, because we really have no idea what the other person is doing. Um, but it's really exciting. And I can't wait to post the first one just to see everybody's reactions because I think it'll be um, something different. I don't really think I've seen something like that out there in the Star Wars fan community that involves style like that. And this will be available at both her site and yours, right? Yes, correct. We'll both have our outfits on our websites, and then I'm sure we'll post something, you know, comparing the two outfits together. Awesome. I I love when people in the fandom are able to – not only collaborate with each other and show that interaction and sense of community, mm-hmm. but I like when they can come up with these unique ideas similar to what you, you two are doing because, you know, we have like, we have so many podcasts and we have so many websites and there are obviously times when everything kind of overlaps one another and you start to hear the same discussions on the same places. Right. So it's nice to have something, especially when it comes to um, a topic like fashion to really, to really get that out there and mm-hmm. and do it in a creative way that not only makes you think, but is also um, an outlet for you to, to yeah. really ex- express your passion in um, a creative way like that. It's cool too, because we um, started chatting about this like about a month ago, maybe even longer than that. And I recently just found out this week that I'll be moving to California next month. And Jen Marie is from California. So we are super excited that we're actually going to live close enough to do the rest of our Style Wars post for the rest of the year together. Mm-hmm. Um, so we might get to actually do some photo shoots together, which I think is going to be really, really, really fun. Um and I've actually never even met her in person before. We're, we've just been friends online. So it'll be exciting to actually meet her in person and continue to do these things together and, you know, show up together at a location and be like, oh, my gosh, I love your outfit. And then mm-hmm. take pictures of it together. <laughs> so it's going to be really, really fun. So where do you see not only Star Wars fashion, but just nerd and geek fashion? Because I, I know that people might laugh, but that's actually its own kind of niche. 
in, oh, yeah. when it comes to geek culture. So where do you see that in like the next five to 10 years? And what do you see, or what do you want to hope to improve? Not only with, um, with, uh, girls, but really anything. Yeah. Well, I think it's only going to continue to grow. I think a lot of companies are seeing that it is highly successful. Um, and there is definitely a market for it. Um, and I would really love to see more clothing companies, uh, for men and women do subtle pieces. I have a jacket from her universe. It's a black leather jacket and it looks like Darth Vader's costume, but it's, it doesn't look cartoony. It it just, it kind of looks like a motorcycle jacket. And if you're a star Wars fan, you're going to know exactly what it is. But if you're not, it looks just like a really cool jacket. Mm -hmm. Um, and I really, really, really love pieces like that because you can wear them anywhere. They're appropriate for all situations. And I love that. Um, and I would also really like to see more, Companies, especially for women, do a variety of sizes. So I know Her Universe and a few other places are doing plus sizes, which I absolutely love. But I'm very petite and I'm short. So I have kind of the opposite problem. And sometimes I end up going to the little girl section and buying Star Wars clothes and they fit me. So I think it would be cool to get um, some really nice tailored pieces Mm -hmm. for petite people as well. Um, because it's really exciting for me to see the market really grow for plus size girls. Um, but it would be neat to also see that for petite girls. And I think footwear is something that is just beginning to get tapped into because Vans did a line of Star Wars shoes, um, a couple years ago. And then a company called Irregular Choice did a ton of Star Wars designs recently. They're, they're very expensive though. So, um, they're not really accessible to all people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it would be really, really cool to see somebody do an affordable shoe line for men and women because the Vans shoes are targeted towards men. And yes, women can wear them, but it might be cool if they did some designs that were specifically for women. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think petites and shoes need to be amped up a little bit, but it's just really exciting to see everything grow so quickly. Like, um, this past year, Kohl's did a line of Star Wars inspired clothes and it was just all really subtle and really beautiful. Um, and I like that kind of stuff. I don't, I don't really care for the, the t-shirts that just say Star Wars, you know, across the chest Mm -hmm. and that's all, that's all you got. I like t-shirts and pieces that, um, the really, diehard fans, I guess you could say, would would get them. And it really shows off the specific aspects of what you like in Star Wars. Mm -hmm. I definitely definitely agree with the need for subtlety because I remember, um, I I think it was a couple years ago now, I was on thinkgeek.com and I saw that they had Star Wars clothing. So I was looking and they had Star Wars polos. With nothing was on them except uh, in uh, one of the, on one of the uh, sides of the chest was mm-hmm. a little tiny logo. I think they had like a Imperial logo and a Rebel Alliance logo and a few other things. Um, but you know that that kind of subtlety is something that like you can wear like a shirt like that to work. Yeah, and because it's professional looking and it's not too casual that it has doesn't have Star Wars written all over it and there's no like Darth Vader isn't trying to. Um, cut up someone on the front, <laughs> right? Like some shirts. So, uh, it's, again, it's very subtle and it's appropriate for more than just, you know, wearing out, you know, if you're going out somewhere. Yeah. 
it's so fun to have variety. And that's what I really like. I, I love having Star Wars dresses and t-shirts and jackets for every single occasion because it really lets you wear it all the time. And people mm-hmm. might be like, well, that's weird, but it, it doesn't have to be like you can wear a really, really small, subtle piece, like a little Star Wars ring or earrings, or for guys, you could wear um, a tie to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people might not even notice, but you notice and it's awesome and you feel awesome when you're wearing it. Yep, definitely. So one other thing that you do, and I don't know how much you do it, so I'm hoping that this is actually <laughs> a good type of uh, thing we can talk about. You yeah. do armor building. Yes. This is something that I picked up on a few years ago. Um, I'm in the 501st Legion, which is a Star Wars costuming organization, and we do a lot of work for charity. Um, it's not something I get to do too often, unfortunately. Um, I live in a very small apartment, uh, and it's hard to use power tools in an apartment because <laughs> I don't think my neighbors would enjoy that. Um, but my parents... Um, about a few hours away from me, they have a huge workshop. So so whenever I was younger, I grew up having a workshop right there and I picked up on a lot of different techniques on how to build things. And, uh, whenever I discovered the 501st, I was like, wow, I can build things and it can be Star Wars at the same time. Like this is the greatest. So, uh, one of the most recent projects I did was back in December and I built a shore trooper from Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my friends and I did the entire thing in 48 hours. And 48 hours included full nights of sleep. Like, we didn't stay up super late at night working on it. We worked on it for about eight or nine hours each day. Um, so it was even shorter than that. But it was really, really fun to take on a new project. I had never worked on a shore trooper ever before, mm-hmm. and he wanted to wear it to the Rogue One premiere. So I was like, okay, let's do this. Um, and we did it, and he looked great in the end, so it was fun. But um, something I'm hoping to work on soon is my Sabine Wren costume. Um, I've had the armor for gosh, probably about a year now. Mm -hmm. And I've barely even touched it. I have the helmet finished, but the body armor and all that other stuff I haven't even worked on yet just because I haven't had time and the space to work on it. But whenever I get to do that stuff, it's really fun. So aside from Sabine, is there a a particular uh, style or type of armor that you would like to have that you would like to do in the future? If I was an average size male, I would be a clone trooper. I'd probably have 10 suits of clone armor because I love <laughs> clones. So um, my way of building clone clone armor is to convince my tall friends to make, to buy the costume and I'll make it for them. I've done that a few times now because I just love bu- building them. Um, but for my size, um, Sabine is really my favorite thing, but my dream costume, which I won't be doing anytime soon because it's so expensive, but I would love to have a Zam Wessel costume. And that doesn't really involve a ton of armor. Um, but I think she is just such a cool character and I love all the little details and I love her leather skirt and her helmet. Like she's just really cool. But Sabine is really a dream character for me because I, I feel like I resemble her in the face and I have her haircut. So it would be fun to do her without the helmet, you know, and really look like her and kind of have fun with that. You mentioned Sam Wessel, and that's one that I always forget about, mainly because 
Attack of the Clones is my least favorite Star Wars movie. Me too. So <laughs> I, I really tend to put the put everything that happens at that movie and all the characters yeah. in the back of my mind. But I do agree. Um, that would look. That would actually look for a really nice costume. I don't know if I've ever seen one before. I've seen a couple. Um, the costume, if you do it right and you do it well, it could cost around four thousand dollars, which mm-hmm. is why a lot of people don't do it. And a lot of the pieces are super hard to find if you want the original pieces. Like the boots that she wore were from Prada, and they're really difficult to find these days. But Mm -hmm. I think um, the rapidly changing pace of 3D printing could lower the cost of that costume significantly now because you could 3D print the helmet and a lot of the little armor details and the little greeblies that she has hanging from her belt. Those could be 3D printed, whereas... A few years ago, you would have to sculpt it and mold it and cast it, all that crazy stuff. And that could kind of get expensive, and you have to be really good at sculpting to do that. But now a lot of people are really skilled at 3D modeling, and 3D printers are pretty cheap. So um, I'm hoping one day I can do that costume because it, she is just really cool. Mm-hmm. So before we uh, close this conversation, I have three Star Wars questions I want to ask you. Okay. And you can answer these in any order. I want your favorite movie out of the saga, um, your favorite Star Wars piece of clothing or merchandise, and your favorite Star Wars memory. Oh, okay. I have great answers for these. Okay. So uh, favorite movie, right now it's Rogue One because I loved that movie so much. Loved the music, loved the cast, loved the story. It was great. So I'm going to say Rogue One. And then favorite Star Wars clothing piece. Um, I have a handmade dress that um, one of my friends from the 501st made me. Her name is Dawn. Um, It's themed after BB-8, and she made this for me uh, before The Force Awakens came out. So I wore it to The Force Awakens premiere a couple years ago. And it's just really fun to wear because she made it just for my body, so it fits perfectly. And it has a really twirly skirt. Um, and it looks like BB-8, and he's adorable. So <laughs> it's really fun. Um, I'm hoping in the future she and I can work together again to create another Star Wars dress because I really enjoyed that. And then my favorite Star Wars memory, probably, hmm, let me think. I have so many. Um, <laughs> I think we all do. I'll tell one I haven't told before because I've told one of my favorite Star Wars memories a lot of times and I don't want to get too boring here. Mm -hmm. But I will say last year I was at Celebration London and uh, I love droids. So my two favorite things in Star Wars are clone troopers and droids. And I really wanted to meet Lee and Oliver who had created R2-D2 for The Force Awakens. And... Uh, they reached out to me on Facebook and we connected via Facebook about maybe meeting up at the convention. But I happened to just run into them the day before the convention. Um, and Lee gave me a patch that only the droid builders at the Pinewood Studios got. The people that worked on the R2-D2 and R2 units mm-hmm. for The Force Awakens, they they only got that patch. So I felt, I, I felt really special and... It's a really cool patch. It looks like the dome of an R2 unit, and it's green, and it says Pinewood Crew 2015. So that was really special for me, and um, 
I didn't get to talk to them for too long. It was just kind of like a quick hug and a hi, and then it was a bye. But he gave me that patch before he left. So that made me super excited. Um, and that was pretty recent. And I still haven't done anything with that patch. I want to I wanna put it on a jacket, but I'm not sure yet if I want to mm-hmm. put it on a jacket because I don't want to ruin it. But I think one day I'm going to have to put it on a special piece of clothing to wear. Yeah. That is awesome. I would love to have something like that. It was really cool. I, I liked how they... Um, incorporated some of the droid voters into the production of that movie. Yeah, me too. And it's cool that they were just fans um, mm-hmm. because I know so many people, especially in Florida, that build their own droids. And it's really cool to think like, wow, Kathleen Kennedy chose people that are just like everyday guys who do this to build these for the actual movie. Like, that's so neat. Mm-hmm. It made me really happy. Mm-hmm. So before we go, uh, why don't you tell everyone where people can find you on social media and also your website? Yep. You can find my blog at thedorkydiva.com, and then you can find me on social media. Um, my Facebook is just facebook.com slash thedorkydiva, and then you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Savannah underscore Kiefer. Awesome. Well, Savannah, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. I really hope that people, after listening to this, uh, check out your social media and your website because I know it's full of great things. And <laughs> if they're an Office fan, I just I love all yes. the clips that you post. I'll probably do more of those tonight just for you because <laughs> I haven't posted them in a while, so I will do that for sure. <laughs> awesome. Thank all you right. so much for having me on your show. So now that we had Savannah, uh, we're going to talk to the other side of the Style Wars collaboration, Miss Jen Marie. Hello. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm really well, actually. I'm really glad that you're on the show now because um, I always enjoy your uh, Twitter and especially your Instagram. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. You're one of my favorite people to follow on there because it's either a picture of you in a Star Wars shirt or uh, one of your um, outfit of the day things or your uh, Rebels, um, or not Rebels, but Smuggler's Bounty oh, unboxing. Yes. And I love those videos. I love the one <laughs> that you did with your husband, um, I think it was a few days ago, where you showed like the bloopers. Yeah. That was my favorite. <laughs> Aw, thank you. Yeah, it's fun. It's It's fun doing those videos with him. So... So why don't you just tell everyone a little bit about yourself and also your introduction to Star Wars. Okay, well, I am a blogger. I've been a blogger for many years now. Um, even before Anakin and his Angel was around, I did some other website stuff relating to like those computer pets. I don't know if you remember them from years ago. They were like digital pets on your computer and mm-hmm. I've done like fashion and beauty stuff. Um, so I really enjoy, um, blogging and just, you know, sharing the content that I create with people who are also passionate about those same things and like building those relationships online. Cause it's just such, it's just such an awesome thing to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoy that. Um, I've been happily married for almost nine years to someone who loves Star Wars just as much as 
I do, though I like to tease him. I'm slightly more obsessed. <laughs> um, we've used the, um, what's it called? The Star Wars Trivial Pursuit game mm-hmm. um, to kind of see like, okay, let's see who's the real fan or the, you know, the biggest fan. And we both each won like a match. So yeah, we're pretty tied. That is but, great. Uh, I know they're fun. And I just, I actually just realized there's a brand new one that includes, um, prequel content. Mm -hmm. So I definitely want to get that. But, um, anyways, yeah, besides Star Wars, I also love Disney. I love shopping and collecting cute things like Funko Pops and Tsum Tsums, which you probably also see Mm -hmm. on my social media accounts. Um, yeah, I just, I have I have a weakness for cute things. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I first saw Star Wars when I was 11 years old during the re-release in 1997, and I don't remember a whole lot, but I just remember being blown away. Like it was something unlike anything I'd ever seen before. Um, and I was really, I really loved Han Solo. Um, I think especially in the beginning, I really loved Han Solo, probably just because of my age, too. Mm-hmm. You know, he was like the, the heartthrob. <laughs> um, but, yeah, as I got older, I realized that Vader was my favorite character. And, um, yeah, after I saw the movie, like, it just became a huge part of my life. I started collecting, um, started dressing up as the characters, and... Um, yeah, it just, it became a huge part of my life. Mm-hmm. I feel like most people say that when I talk to them about Star Wars, if like they're really engrossed in it. Um, you you rarely meet a Star Wars fan now that's really casual. Usually it's like a big part of their life, especially now that we have um, kind of a new generation of fans with uh, the new movies coming out. Yeah, it, it's an amazing thing to see because I have a, a nephew who is four years old, I believe, and his Star Wars is The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Like, he likes the other ones, but this one just really captivated him. And it's just so cool to see that one be a favorite Yeah, for, you know, someone who's who's so young, but it's just, it's it's been his favorite one. Mm-hmm. It's just so awesome. So you mentioned your site, Anakin and his angel earlier. Yes. How did that get its start? Uh, I know it's been around for, I think, almost 17 years now, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy to think about it. Um, I started it after I saw The Phantom Menace. So it was um, November 21st in the year 2000. And I initially started it because I wanted to have a place to share my love of Anakin and Padme because they are my favorite couple. Um, But I also wanted to create a space to kind of post all the latest news um, for the upcoming films and like everything that was happening within the fandom. Mm -hmm. So, and back then it was more, it was more of a website, had more of that, like, you know, fan site feel than Mm -hmm. a blog. Um, I would kind of compare it to like a smaller version of the force.net because um, we just had, you know, all kinds of content on there. And I had a team that helped me kind of, you know, do the newsletter, do the forums and, and do a lot of like fan interaction, stuff like that. So that's cool. Yeah. I never knew that when I first um, really started getting into the fandom mm-hmm. and started following you, I went to the site 
And I was like, this has been around for like, at the time it was like 14, 15 years. That's crazy. Cause yeah. a lot of the Star Wars sites I remember visiting, uh, when I was a kid was, you know, the starwars.com and the force.net, the big ones. Mm-hmm. But I don't really remember any of these smaller ones. So it's good that you not only started that early, but you're also still around. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, and you know, it's funny because the name Anakinized Angel, like when I tell people the name of it, they'll be like, uh, and I'm like, no, just, I was like, trust me, I, I chose the name when I was a teenager, <laughs> but it's a general Star Wars blog and they'll be like, oh, okay. So I, I thought about at one point changing it, but I just couldn't because mm-hmm. it's been so long and it's, it's just nostalgic and, um, yeah, it's just special. I just, I, I couldn't bring myself to change it. Mm-hmm. Plus it has that prequel tie in, which, Right. Um, a lot of people either don't do or those kind of things really don't exist because, you know, the prequels had such bad publicity at the time. They still do. Yeah, definitely. For better or worse. Yeah. So one of your focuses of your site is fashion. Mm-hmm. And you're also one of the more prominent voices in the fandom when it comes to that, along with Savannah. So where did the inspiration for for this kind of niche come from and has it always been there yeah i mean it kind of sounds a little vain but i i like to say i was born with a strong sense of fashion because i can just remember being a child and having very strong opinions about what i wanted to wear for the day Mm -hmm. like like you would be like what what kid does that but um (laughs) yeah that's just how i was and i always loved like dramatic pieces and interesting patterns and I feel like the films that I loved um fueled that passion just because of like the amazing costuming like you know like the Disney films or Star Wars like the capes and the flowy pieces and stuff and I just loved that and I always loved the more interesting pieces mm-hmm. so um I kind of wanted to incorporate that into Anakin and his angel. And I started doing that, um, like with the, as far as the fashion posts go, I think in 2015, um, cause I really wanted to, like I said, combine those two passions, star Wars and fashion and just share it with the community. Um, and I had already been doing, um, what I call outfit of the day posts on my other blog, centered around um, fashion and beauty for several years. So it was quite easy to transition that or or incorporate, I should say, into this blog and just add a geeky twist to it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's kind of what I did because I figured I was like, you know, I'm not at the in 2015. Like I was following a few like geeky, um, you know, fashion accounts, but I realized there wasn't that much. Mm-hmm. And I just saw a need there, and I wanted to um, try it out and see what happened. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually telling this to Savannah, too, that, um, you know, you don't really see... We have her universe, obviously, which is a big part of, um, you know, Star Well, not really only Star Wars now, even though that's kind of its, um, its core... And we see that, but we really don't see, you know, both for men and women's clothing, we really don't see anything that is prominent in when it comes to 
Star Wars, even geek fashion. Uh, you know, you have stores like Hot Topic and stuff that sell those now, but for the most part, um, you can't really find that aside from maybe popular comic book characters outside of those kinds of stores. So it's good to see someone like you um, bringing awareness to that and saying that, you know, there's a lot of uh, geek fashion for both men and women out there. You just kind of have to know where to look. Right. Yeah. And I definitely, um, I want to do some more men's fashion. I know a while ago, I don't know if you saw it, but I did kind of like a um, top picks um, Star Wars fashion for men. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people like that. So I definitely want to find ways to, um, you know, add more add more content for, you know, my male readers. I even thought earlier today um, about having my husband model. <laughs> I don't know if he would do it, but I kind of want him to because he does have some Star Wars um I mean, it's mostly T-shirts, but you can do so much with a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it would just be fun. I was like, hmm, maybe I could do that, or maybe I can convince him to do like um, a double, like do it with me. You know, mm-hmm. that would be that nice. might be fun. Yeah, find a, a like a not a couple in Star Wars, but more more of a duo even, and model an outfit of the day that's based on that. Yeah, I think I it would think be, that fun. be fun. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of collaborations, yes. uh, we've already heard what you're doing with Style Wars. So what is your own kind of personal goal with that project? And how exciting is it to work with someone that is really like you in Savannah? Oh, my gosh. We have both been bouncing off the walls about Style Wars. We we can't stop talking about it. And I'm just – I'm so thrilled to be working with Savannah Um she is just such a light in the Star Wars community and it's just so cool to be working alongside someone who has the same passions and beliefs as I do. So I'm, I'm totally thrilled about that. Um, and my goal with Star Wars is to really just show other females how easy it can be to make Star Wars a part of your daily outfits. And I think with Savannah and I each using the same piece to style an outfit around it's going to give females double the inspiration Mm. and the fun part about it which i don't know if she talked about is that we're not telling each other anything we're not telling each other you know how we're styling it so it's going to be really just very raw and very it's just going to be it's going to be a surprise for us too because you know like i said we're not telling each other the first time we're going to see it is on our posts so Mm -hmm. it's exciting that would be really exciting. Although personally, if that was me, I would probably be kind of nervous because I, and secretly in my head, I'd be like, "Okay, I think she's going to like one up me." I try really hard to do my best. <laughs> oh man, um, yeah, we we really wanted to, and I think we'll be writing that more in our blog post. That even though it's called Style Wars, it's mm-hmm. not like a competition at all. It's yeah. just to really show you how you can style pieces in different ways. And um, I'm also super excited because when, when we talked about doing this, um, we had no idea at the time that she was going to be moving to California. Mm-hmm. And so now that she's going to be here, 
you know, with within the month, we're going to be able to do um, a shoot together for Style Wars. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be very, very cool. Like we have that planned already for the next one in the summer. Mm-hmm. That is great. So, I'm, I'm just yeah. so glad that you guys are doing this because, like, I, like I told you before. You're one of my favorite people to follow on social media, and she is too. So it's really glad, or I'm really glad that um, two of my favorites are combining for this. It's really, it's a really good thing. Aw, thank you. That means so much. Especially given that I feel like right now we need a sense of community in the fandom. So to see yes. that is, I think, really important, not only to me and to what I think, but really to the fandom as a whole. Right. So given that you've been involved in this now for so long, what has your experience been like in general and how has it changed? Because I feel like, at least for me, I mean, I've been in the Star Wars fandom ever since I saw episode one in 1999 Mm -hmm. and I never really fallen out of it. But in the past few years, probably ever since 2013, I, I dipped my toe in to the larger world a little bit and now I'm like fully engrossed in it. So, and it's just changed a lot in the past couple years, but I can't imagine how much it has for you. Yeah. Um, as far as, as running Anakin and his angel, it's, it's so different. As I mentioned before, it had more of a, you know, a website feel rather than a blog like it does now. So, um, that already is completely different. I mean, and I didn't have, or we didn't have social media platforms like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. It just didn't exist. So a lot of the fan interaction was, you know, in the comments and on forums and a lot of emails, mm-hmm. like a lot of emails. Like it, it was just crazy because now, you know, we don't, we don't really interact through email. We do it through tweets mm-hmm. or like, you know, Instagram comments and stuff like that. Um, so that's really that's really crazy, like the interaction. But I love that we have, um, you know, this new form of social media now because I feel like we can really um, connect, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it's easier to share what you're doing too. Like before, I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, how did I even get? you know, Anakin and Angel out there. Like, I think mm-hmm. it was just search engines and you really had to optimize, um, you know, post titles and stuff like that. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was, it, it was difficult to do that. But um, I also feel like, sadly, as you kind of just mentioned, that there's a lot more drama mm-hmm. in the fan community now compared to before. Yeah. And I don't know... I don't really know why. I don't know if it's because um, it's easier for everybody to have a voice. So we see more of that negative side now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. But yeah, it, it's kind of a shame. And I, I just think we have to continue to, um, you know, like, just stop and think about like, why are we here? We're here because we all love Star Wars. Exactly. And we have to accept that, you know, people are going to like different things about Star Wars and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're all different. We all have different likes and dislikes and we just need to start accepting um, each other. Yeah. I think. So 
I was telling Savannah, we kind of, we didn't really talk about that specifically, but, mm-hmm. uh, we were talking, I was talking about how as a guy and when I was younger as a boy, um, growing up in kind of a small town, I, all of my friends liked Star Wars, but all of my friends that liked Star Wars were boys like me. Mm-hmm. And as much as I can say now that the stereotype of, well, only boys like Star Wars and girls think it's stupid, even though I know now that's not true, as a kid growing up, that is what, that's all I saw, so that's what I believed. And even though I was interactive a little on um, message boards and forums, Again, it was predominantly boys with a few girls here thrown in. So um, it's not only good to see that stereotype kind of change, but I think people need to realize that that for the longest time, as you know, when we were growing up, we didn't have Twitter and Facebook and all of these outlets to express our, express ourselves. We really just had the people around us. And for the most part, we... You know, there are exceptions, obviously, but for the most part, it was people are of that were like us. We didn't really, I mean, I can think of maybe two girls that I went to school with that I found out like Star Wars, but it wasn't until like high school that I found this out. So, oh, wow. Yeah, by that point, it was redundant, right? Relevant. So, yeah, but I th- I, de- I definitely think you're right. Um, it's we we do need to as a fandom recognize that people have their own opinions. There's the prequel haters. There's the prequel lovers. There's people like myself that really are not a fan of the Clone Wars, but there are people that the Clone Wars is their Star Wars. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Definitely. I, t- I touched earlier on um, how girls have been and women are so enamored in the star Wars culture now. And personally, it makes me really happy because I'll be honest with you. It was a little tiring seeing so many boys it like involved in the star Wars fandom and not really getting the female perspective. Um, I wish growing up that I could have had some, uh, girlfriends who, like Star Wars too, because that would have been, well, I, I probably would have gotten picked on a lot less, honestly, mm-hmm. if that mm-hmm. was the case. Um, so now that we're seeing that, um, become a more popular thing, both in not only the fandom, but in the movies too, what do you, what do you think about that? In other words, what do you think about the role of women in Star Wars, not only again in the fandom, but the movies too? Yeah, um, like you were saying, there are still people out there who claim women don't actually love Star Wars or other fandoms. Um, I mean, there are still little girls even being bullied in schools. Like, I just can't believe that. It was just a few months ago, actually, that Savannah asked a few of, um, a few, like myself and a few other friends on, on Twitter, to like put together a little video saying, Hey, it's okay to like star Wars. So this girl who got bullied and, um, I just broke my heart. I was like, I can't believe this is still going on. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just wonder how you were saying that, um, how you didn't know about 
some of the girls who like Star Wars until later. I just wonder if they were always scared to speak up mm-hmm. about, to speak up about it, you know? Um, so I think we really, um, need to continue to speak up about it in a positive way so that one day those people who still somehow think this way will wake up and realize there are characters and stories that everyone can enjoy and relate to, not just males. And that, you know, even more than before, we have like some amazingly strong female characters in these movies and cartoons. Um, so, yeah, I really hope we can get to that day where it's not an issue any longer. Yeah. I remember um, when one of my best friends, uh, who is probably growing up at least, was a bigger Star Wars fan than me. I don't. I, we're probably on on even terms nowadays. But growing up, he he was pretty much known for being the kid that liked Star Wars at our school. And I actually had friends of mine um, that that they really didn't associate with him, but they associated associated with me that made fun of him for liking star Wars. I'll actually never forget. Um, someone one day was making fun of him or something and asked if, uh, I think he like threatened them to like stop picking on him. And they, their reply was, what are you going to do? Get your lightsabers out and beat us with them. Oh, and that like broke my heart. Even yeah. I think that was in middle school. And that just like broke my heart because why I don't know why you would you know belittle someone for something like that, and I th- I think it was a combination of um, both boys and girls who were in that group making fun of him. So mm. yeah, it's just you, you're right when you say that maybe people were scared to um, girls especially to say, hey, I like Star Wars because they saw all this um, bullying really just for being a nerd. Yeah. So. So what other things um, are you involved in aside from uh, just your website, if anything? Now now is your time to really get it all out there. Tell people to go visit it. Okay. Um, I recently became a co-host on the podcast Force Cult. Mm-hmm. So um, that's been a really exciting and very new adventure for me. Um, I actually wrote a post about podcasting with anxiety and kind of like my story and and getting to where I am now with that, because I would have probably never done that before. And it was was a very scary thought for me, but I'm really enjoying it. And we've actually been going through these Star Wars films and kind of coming together each week to discuss, you know, what we like, what we don't like about it. Um, um, If we remember seeing it for the first time and like the things that we collected from that specific movie. So that's been really fun. Um, and it is a weekly podcast that is out every Sunday. So, um, I also do, um, something else called Star Wars Com Leaks, which is about every month. And that is where I, um, I come up with a topic for, um, bloggers, YouTubers, podcasters, podcasters, and what have you to, um, to talk about, uh, the topic that I announce at the end of each month, just as a way to, um, I don't know, inspire more Star Wars conversations and get creative, um, mm-hmm. you know, and 
whatever you do online, there are those moments where you kind of feel a little dry or like, oh, I don't have any content this week or any content coming up. So I like being able to provide that as an option as well, because that can absolutely happen. We, I'm sure, you know, we don't always have it together. Um, and what else? I don't know. Um, (laughs) I kind of do, I kind of do a lot. I I mean, as you know, I'm on social media all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, doing doing something star wars <laughs> yeah so yeah i was actually going to ask you do you own a star a shirt that isn't star wars or doesn't yes. have star wars on it <laughs> i have a lot though <laughs> especially with the um smuggler's bounty boxes that i be getting there's usually a shirt in there so mm-hmm. my my star wars t-shirt collection has really grown <laughs> quite a bit <laughs> I was actually thinking um, earlier today, believe it or not, that when I pa- start packing for a celebration, because that's in two weeks, um, I obviously I'm going to put all my Star Wars clothes in there, and I yes. am going to have to go through my closet and pick the ones that I want to wa- that I want to wear. Because last time in Anaheim, I think I only had, I think I had enough Star Wars shirts for every day of the trip. And now, obviously, I have a lot more because it's been yeah. years since then. <laughs> so I'm going to have to do that. Yeah, definitely. You kind of do have to plan each day out mm-hmm. what you're going to wear. That's always fun. One thing you mentioned, uh, and I'm kind of glad you did, is uh, podcasting with anxiety. Yes. Uh, I'm actually someone that suffers that as well. Mm. It, it's really bad for me to go back and listen to some of the first podcasts I was on um, back in 2013. And even when I guested on some of the force cast stuff in 2014, it was so nerve wracking. And oh. so, sometimes I can't believe that I'm, I mean, I feel like I've gotten a little bit better since then, but I, I still get nerves every single time I do it for some reason. Yeah, it can be just because I don't know, for so many reasons. Number one, because it's kind of live. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's just so many reasons, so many reasons. Um, I'm kind of critical of myself. I wonder if I'm going to, I worry if I'm going to say something stupid because I can be very honest. Not that what I'm saying is stupid, but somebody might um, perceive it as that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, or just unintelligent or something. Um, but I will say that as I've continued to do it, it has gotten easier for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just makes me feel, it makes me feel proud just mm-hmm. because that was a fear of mine. Um, but yeah, it, it is really fun though. I mean, I've, I've enjoyed the experience and talking to different fans and getting to know them better. So, mm-hmm. well, I'm glad you're on force cult because, uh, I know that I, not I'm not a regular Force Cult listener, but um, I know who they are, and I'm glad you're on there because um, I think that we always need new, and I mean this literally, voices in the fandom. So it's it's nice that you have yours out there in that way rather than just being through text on social media. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, it's been it's been fun. All right. Well, why don't you tell everyone? Actually, before uh, we get to that. I need to remember to ask you, what is your favorite Star Wars movie, piece of merchandise, or clothing? And tell me about a memorable Star Wars-related experience. 
Okay. So, oh gosh, the movies. I have three because I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't choose. Um, absolutely, The Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. um, Revenge of the Sith, and The Force Awakens. Okay. I I really can't pick between the two or the three. Um, I've always loved The Empire Strikes Back just because um, I feel like the story was um, deeper and darker. I kind of like how it ended kind of on a bad note, even though that sounds horrible. Because <laughs> uh, you don't really see that in movies. It always ends, you know, like all happy and the heroes won. So I don't know. I kind of like that. But I also, I really love Han and Leia too, even though Anakin and Padme are my favorite. Mm-hmm. I absolutely am a huge fan of Han and Leia, and I just feel like they, I just love their chemistry in this movie. And, um, yeah, there's just a lot that I love about it. Um, and Revenge of the Sith, that was probably, for me, one of the most emotional experiences as far as a Star Wars movie goes. And The Force Awakens is flawless. It is just truly a beautiful film. Mm-hmm. I mean, they all are. I, I really love them all, but if I had to narrow down, I would probably pick those three. Cool. Yeah. What about you? What are what are your favorites? Uh, I have to go with The Empire Strikes Back. Okay. And because most mostly for the stuff that you said, I, I just think yeah. from a, simply from a filmmaking perspective, I think it is near perfect. Mm-hmm. And that's and as someone who is a film buff, aside from just liking Star Wars, that is something I really appreciate. Uh, and also the Phantom Menace. I know people give that one, uh, um, a lot of grief, but mm-hmm. that is that is one that is the first Star Wars movie I saw in theaters. Um, and I think when I got the when I got the VHS tape, I watched it probably fifty to a hundred times in between the release of it and attack of the clones. Wow. Yeah. So you really know that film. Yes. (laughs) That one is definitely one of my favorites. Yeah. That's a great one. That one has some of the most incredible music too. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. That one's amazing. Yeah. Don't get me started on star Wars music. That's, (laughs) that's a big passion of mine. Yeah. Um, so let's see my favorite fashion piece you said. Mm-hmm. Or piece of merchandise. Oh gosh! Oh man! <laughs> oh wow! Um, let's see. Maybe I'll pick one from each. Okay. That'll work. <laughs> okay, I really, man, I have so much Star Wars stuff. How am I going to do this? Okay, I really love my Darth Vader Force FX lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, it's as close to as a real lightsaber as you can get, right? Yeah. It's, yeah, those are, those lightsabers are amazing. Um, so I really like that. And one of my favorite fashion pieces would probably be the, I forget what it's called specifically, but it's the Ahsoka Vader tee by Her Universe. Was it the one, um... I'm trying to think what is on that. Is that, is there some like some orange on it? Yes. So it's Vader is Vader's mask and Ahsoka's markings are on the yeah. mask. Yeah. 
Yeah. That is, I know which one you're talking about. That one is cool. Yeah, I love that one. Actually, my husband and I both have that one. <laughs> it's just, it has a lot of meaning. Two of our favorite characters, too. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and then favorite Star Wars moment. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I think I have two as well. Okay. <laughs> Can you tell I'm horrible at decision making? <laughs> Um, so meeting my husband in line for the attack of the clones midnight showing was pretty amazing. Um, cause I had no idea he was going to be there. Obviously mm-hmm. I was in line for the midnight show dressed as a Jedi and he was dressed as a Sith. And I approached him and asked him if I could take a picture of him for my website. <laughs> <laughs> That's not creepy at all. I know. And, um, yeah, we exchanged email addresses and we we wrote to each other like every day for a few years until um, another midnight showing. I think it was for Return of the King or something. And from there, we just continued to talk and then got married. Wow. So, that is yeah. so awesome. I'm so happy for you both. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I- that was. Yeah, that's pretty amazing that I got to meet, you know, my husband in line at a Star Wars mm-hmm. movie. I just I love it. Yeah, even though there are a lot of couples that share that interest, I don't think many could say that they met in line for one of the movies. Yeah, because usually I hear, um, you know, they, they met at a convention or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is still equally as awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and, oh, yeah, so speaking of conventions, my other moment would be, because um, I, I went to Star Wars Celebration Anaheim, and I was there for the, um, what do you call it? I almost forget what it's called. The panel with J.J. Abrams it and was Kathleen the opening, Kennedy. Opening ceremonies. Opening ceremonies, yes. Mm-hmm. And when they showed the trailer, the Force Awakens trailer for the first time. Oh, my gosh. Like, I'm getting goosebumps <laughs> right now talking about it. Experiencing a Star Wars trailer for the first time with thousands of fans was so emotional mm-hmm. i was like crying and laughing at the same time <laughs> like i don't know how that's possible but oh that was an amazing experience were you uh, there for that i was not i was at, in anaheim but i was not uh in the panel because okay when i flew into anaheim i got there at like 1 a.m the night mm-hmm. before so I woke, I think I got to my hotel and in bed at, at like 2 a.m. And I woke up at 5 because I was going to see if I could get in line, but I was just too tired. Oh, so yeah. I, I didn't do it, That's unfortunately. Rough. <laughs> I'm, I'm debating this year about whether or not I'm going to wait in line for the Last Jedi panel because I kind of want that experience, but I kind of mm-hmm. also want to sleep. So it, <laughs> it might be one of those day of decisions. Yeah. Oh man, I'm so excited. It's so close. And even though I'm not going, um, I requested that day off because I have to obviously watch the live stream. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it hasn't been announced, but they, they're going to show the trailer mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. No, they have to. I can't. Oh my gosh. It's so close. If they don't, I think the fandom will have a fit and riot. They will. (laughs) Or or just protest the rest of Celebration and there will be hardly anyone there. I know. Oh, man. 
So why don't you tell everyone where people can find you on both your website and social media? All right. So my blog is Um On Twitter, I am at Across the Stars. And Facebook and Instagram, it's Anakin and his angel. Okay. Is Across uh, the Stars your favorite piece of Star Wars music? One of them, yeah. And okay. um, Anakin and his angel is too long for Twitter. <laughs> so I was like, oh, well, Across the Stars. Yeah, it fits. <laughs> yep, it fits. So. All right. Well, Jen Marie, thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. I can't tell you how great it was to actually sit down and talk to you. Well, not in person, but as close to in person as possible. Um, and I hope that when uh, celebration goes, gets back to California that I can go and that I can meet you because that would Absolutely. be fun. Yes, that would be fun. And thank you so much for having me too. So thanks again to both Savannah and uh, Jen Marie for sitting down to talk with me. I had loads of fun and I encourage all of you to reach out and interact with them. And if you like the episode, please let them know, too, because I'm sure they would both love to hear the feedback. In the meantime, if you'd like to contact me personally with feedback, you can reach me at chris at randomchatter.com. I also have my personal Twitter account, at the Curse of Chris, as well as the account for this show, at Chasing Fandom. If you'd like to follow the Random Chatter Network as a whole, there are multiple ways to find us. We have our Facebook, which is facebook.com slash randomchatternetwork, our Twitter, which is at randomchatter, and last but definitely not least, our website, randomchatter.com. There you can find all of our shows covering a wide variety of content, so I'm sure you can find something that interests you. I'm still waiting for iTunes to approve my feed, unfortunately, so in the meantime, you can find this show either on that site itself or the main network feed. Please leave reviews for us there, um, be it my show or any of the uh, network shows that you listen to, and spread the word about um, all of them to your family, friends, or even social media. Any uh, kind of spreading the word is good for us, so uh, we really appreciate that. Finally, if you're interested in supporting the network, please consider donating through our Patreon. More information can be found about that at patreon.com slash randomchatter, and if you have more questions... Just let us know, and we'd be happy to answer them. Before I sign off, I want to give a quick shout-out to the band whose music you hear in this podcast, I Fight Dragons. The song at the beginning and end of the podcast is called The Geeks Won't Inherit the Earth, and the song that you heard in the middle in between Savannah and Jim Marie's conversations was Heads Up, Hearts Down. Follow them on Twitter at iFightDragons, or check them out at iFightDragons.com. Alright everyone, well that's all I've got for you this time on Chasing Fandom, so thanks again for listening, and may the Force be with you. Peace.